Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, this is Adam Brewer doing the Michigan Wolverine Maniac podcast. Uh, you can also find us on at Michigan Man at uh, Facebook. So go on there, like the page, and you know I post a bunch of different things. Uh, like them, love them, whatever you want to do. If you want to start up a conversation, please feel free to do that. I re- I kind of return as whatever I can as fast as I can, so I'm all over it. Um, so I there's one thing I got to. I wouldn't say apologize for, but at least correct from the reaction podcast. I had been drinking in that game, and I had forgot or I had said the wrong player's name. Uh, I want to correct. It's not David Watson. It's Brandon Watson. Uh, He could have been Noel Watson for all I care. He did great. I still think his performance was fantastic, even though I didn't do him the service of actually remembering his first name. So that fucking sucked. So uh, I have not been drinking yet, so this should be a very lucid and, uh, you know, on top of it, maybe less rant-free. I'm not sure yet. We'll see how the topics move me. Um, But this is really the uh, saving people from jumping off the ledge episode um yeah guys i don't know this offensive line uh and i'm sure i said this in the reaction episode uh i don't i don't know why we have the guys starting on the offensive line that we do um i remember a day and age when michigan football the some of the best players that we had on our team were the offensive line and they were also the meanest players on that team you know, and I don't know if that's that could be just what we're missing. Uh, everybody's too nice or they're too millennial or whatever it is. But John Jensen, could you imagine John Jensen or John Runyon Sr. Uh, dealing with uh, Notre Dame's offensive line? They would push those little bastards around and they'd get angry and they would let each other know drive each other to be the best offensive line they could be i think to be quite honest i think they allowed four sacks on our national title year in 97 and i don't know who's on the line then i'm a huge michigan fan but i for the life of me i can't remember right now who the offensive linemen were in the uh champ in our championship season um but they only allowed maybe four sacks all season long. I mean, that should be the goal of every offensive lineman. And I don't know what's going on with this line. So that worries me. But I have to say, there is so much more glowing, brighter days coming than what we have seen so far. Now, granted... This may, I don't know what this year is going to be. I don't. 
Uh, it could be we could it, we could still win the Big Ten title. I mean, it's not doom and gloom yet. We need to stop that. What if we lose to Western Michigan? Then okay, we can start freaking out a bit. All right, we can start freaking out a bit if we lose to Western Michigan. But I mean, for God's sakes, we lost to, to Notre Dame and at Notre Dame. And let me remind you, the all-time record at Notre Dame right now. Between is eight, well, now it's nine, eight, and one. Okay? So this is a place that was a 50-50 shot we were going to win anyways. Even with our best teams, we didn't win at Notre Dame. So let's not go jumping off the boat yet, right? So with that being said, obviously the glowing, the some really glowing remarks I'd say about Nico Collins won I'm telling you, uh, where we had black, it would be great. We'd have two, two amazing, explosive wide receivers. I don't know what's up with people Jones yet. Um, he still might be a slow starter, uh, but Oliver Martin making some big plays. He's going to be kind of like our Wesley Welker. You know the uh, Julian Edelman of the Michigan Wolverine team. He's he's uh, runs good routes, solid hands. He's going to be the guy that comes up with one of those amazing catches that gets the drive keeps the drive going when we beat Ohio State or Michigan State or whatever. He's going to be the guy that does that. Same with Grant uh, Perry, another guy, a senior guy who who looked good. Um, you know. All a huge shout out to Dylan McCaffrey. Now I don't like doubting Harbaugh. I really don't because I love the guy. Um, but I still thought maybe McCaffrey might have deserved at least one to two more reps in there. But I'll tell you though, as soon as Shea came back in, he looked good. I don't know with eleven pressures, the most out of any quarter for the offensive line was in the fourth. 11. Now that's what scares me. Even with 11 pressures, Shea looked good on that touchdown drive. And I mean, you know, I don't know if I said this on the reaction thing. Like I said, I've been drinking. But you boil down that game. Even though we played the worst first half of football I've seen in a long time. You changed two plays of that game. And we're driving for the game-winning field goal. You changed three games of that play. I mean, of that game, and we're winning the game. You know what I mean? Even with no plays changed, we still were driving with a minute 48 to hopefully tie the football game. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that's impressive. Our defense is going to look much better in this game, obviously. I also think, you know, they figured it out. We weren't swapping in and out all the time. So let's get off this game because I'm quite frankly, I mean, I've had to avoid TV. I've had to avoid my favorite podcast. I love to yell at Will, uh, at uh, fucking, what's his name? Whitlock. There we go. Jason Whitlock. I love yelling at that. Love yelling at my TV or you love yelling in my car about how dumb I think he is. But I don't want to hear him compare us to anything horrible because I can't defend it. I'll be honest, I heard somebody in a podcast, a Michigan podcast, earlier this week. Um, oh, no, it was Braylon Edwards. After he wasn't drunk and said that we were fucking trash and that, you know, our boys were either scared or weak. Uh, 
I can understand. I can understand his pain. He played there, so he really must hate what's going on. But getting drunk and yelling at, you know, college kids is not always the best way to do it. I mean, get drunk and yell at them, but just yell them at the TV or at home when you're by yourself. Don't go. Don't get to Twitter and doing it. Um, but he said one thing that hurts, and I can't. I can't defend it. He says we are as good as Iowa right now. And I hate Iowa. And he's right. We can't do it. We're not good right now. I, I know it was one week. We just, but I, over you nine and nine out of 18, whatever. I, right now, we, I guess we're as good as Iowa. I hate to admit, it. I really, really hate to admit it, but I guess we might be. But here's the thing this is why I'm trying to stay upbeat and trying to stay focused with this, is because. Ohio State never had to deal with we, what we dealt with. We haven't. They just have, they've never dealt with what we had to deal with. And I'll give you, we had to deal with Lloyd Carr fucking up and leaking information that screwed us over from getting less miles. All because Lloyd Carr is a dickhole. I know some of you guys might like Lloyd Carr. I have never liked Lloyd Carr. Uh, he's seemed... I feel bad about his grandson. I'm not going to bring it in his family, but his grandson, I my heart went out to him on that. Um, but him as a person, awful. Awful coach. He got lucky because Gary Mueller was one hell of a coach and one hell of a recruiter. He just got drunk and got canned. Um, was not a big fan of Lloyd Carr. He opens his mouth, Curb, Herb Street leaks that we're going to sign Les Miles. Les Miles says, listen, there was one thing I asked you guys to do, which was not create a distraction. While my team, LSU, was going to beat up on Ohio State, by the way, for a national title. We did that. We fucked it up. Les, Carr, uh, Les Miles left. Okay. So then we have to get the prettiest pig out there, right? And that was Rich Rod. Mr. Fancy offense, Mr. Fast Break Football uh, over at West Virginia. West fucking Virginia. So we're going to start changing everything around because West Virginia is 11 and 2. Did you see who they had on their team? They had two people who couldn't even hack it in the NFL. But we're going to change their whole fucking offense because West Virginia fucking is 11 and 2 and fucking goddamn Lloyd Carr fucked it all up for us. So we had to fucking slap some lipstick on that fucking pig and sign him for two years, three years, whatever the fuck it was. It was awful. It's plain awful. Let's just call it the way it is awful. Okay? So we give the keys to our lovely, beautiful mansion. Let's just see. Let's just say Michigan Wolverine football is a big, wonderful mansion that guys for decades created and built and made just a wonderful, wonderful work of art of just a machine. And we give it to two morons for six years. And we let them just beat the shit out of this. Along with Dave Brandon, by the way, who's a fucking dickhole of a AD. Um, everything he touches turned to shit. Ask Toys R Us. Anyway, uh, we let three dickholes get into our get into our home and completely fucking turn it into a homeless shelter. That's what... That's what fucking poor Harbaugh was taking on. Just a frame of a house. It was gutted on the inside by assholes. So, 
and then we expect in three years that somehow Harbaugh is going to do some fucking um, amazing uh, job. Yeah, guess what? At, at San Francisco, you can go out and spend money on tackles to get better. You know, you can speed it up. You can speed up a transformation a little bit faster in the NFL where there's parity. Um, we, I mean, Harbaugh was taking over a team that was no good in a Big Ten that was good. You know, fucking goddamn Ohio State never had to deal with that. You want to know what this is? The, this is the woes. Of fucking Ohio State. So if anybody from Ohio State says, oh, well, no, well, we had a bad coach. Yeah, for about a blink of a fucking eye, all right? Um, so we'll just go from what I remember back from when I was a, a young boy. I remember John Cooper. Thank God for John Cooper, man. I love that guy for Ohio State because his, you know what his record was with Michigan? 2-10-1. That's right, everybody. 2-10-1. That means we had 10 fucking wins against those copper-headed motherfuckers. Anyways, they're not copper. They're silver, but hey, whatever. Um, he was 2-10-1. He had one season at 500, and that was 6-6. Six and six. That was the second That was the second to last season he spent with Ohio State. You want to know why they fired his punk ass? Because he's 2-10-1 against us. That's why they fired his punk ass. And you know who they followed it up with? With Mr. Sticky Fingers, with Mr. Shady himself, fucking um, Jim uh, fucking Trestle, goddamn sweater vest. So sweater vest comes in and does all his low down dealings like he always does. And then he gets caught. But you know what his record was? He was like six and one against us. And he had some like six Big Ten titles. Really easy to do when the Big Ten sucks dick there, sweater vest. Not like you really were that great. We were, we were just a shitty goddamn conference at that time. Now, Okay, Jim Trestle gets caught doing way less than fucking Urban Meyer did, but hey, I digress. Um, so Jim Trestle gets fired. His record was 94 and 22. Now that's a real winner. That guy didn't suck dick like fucking Rich Rod and our fat little Freddie Flintstone Brady Hoke. Um, so they fired him. He had a 6 and 1 record against us. Okay, you know who they pick out next? Luke Fickle. Now, if they would have kept Luke Fickle for another five years, they would still be in the. They'd still know. Well, they would know how we feel. They would know exactly how we feel because Luke Fickle sucked dick. He was six and seven with an O and one record against Michigan. He made Brady Hoke look good. Just to give you how bad Luke Fickle is. All right. So they can his ass, only probably because Urban just wasn't ready yet or he had some deal he had to work through. That They had to suffer a year without Urban Meyer. And then they get Urban Meyer who comes in and is like 6-0 and or whatever against us right now. And by the way, he only has two Big Ten titles and a national title with Ohio State. Now, Big Ten titles are tough to come by because he's been there for a while and he only has two. That's because Big Ten is a big fucking deal right now. Uh, it's easy to do, it's easy to create a comeback when you have nothing to fucking play against. But we're playing against some of the top colleges in the country. Not back when they got good. Anyway, so three out of four coaches out of the 30 plus years, 40 years that I've been alive, that I at least remember, four coaches in that time span 
One of them was a complete and utter loser. And they canned his ass in one season. We, however, Gary Mueller, fucking Lloyd Carr, national title. We still had a great, I mean, Bo Schembechler, for heaven's sakes. It was Bo, Gary Mueller, then Lloyd Carr. And then what, what, what did we give the fucking keys to that house to? We gave it to Rich Rod and then Freddie fucking Flintstone. No wonder we have a no wonder we suck in some areas right now. It's because f- poor Harbaugh came in and there was nothing but just the studs. There's no fucking drywall in a mansion that they built over decades. Give Harbaugh a chance. And then another fan of the Michigan man and the Michigan Wolverine maniacs. Uh, I don't know if he wants his name mentioned, so I won't mention it. But. He's been one of the original uh, fans from the time I started. Uh, he mentioned that Harbaugh just – or Michigan just isn't football. It's basketball. It's hockey. It's the law It's the it's the law school. It's the business school. It's being a better university than anyone else in the Big Ten or at least having the highest – or at least high standards that we hold ourselves to. Trestle got fired for a bunch of shady shit, including what his players did. Urban Meyer allows a a, a dick showing a hole to be to beat on his wife like she's a tether ball. Uh, nothing happens. But Gary Mueller, a, a Michigan coach and a beloved one, by the way, got drunk, said a few things, and we canned his ass. That's the Michigan difference. That's why. We're a cut above, and that's why it's going to take longer to rebuild because we hold ourselves to higher standards, and we should always keep ourselves to higher standards because that's how we win in the end. Um, And this reminds me of the same thing that we had with the basketball team. Steve Fisher got four of the, the Fab Five. Everybody remembers the Fab Five. Well, they were dirty. We paid and cheated to do whatever we had to do, not the Michigan way, to get the Fab Five. And they turned out to give us nothing. Zero titles, but we got plenty. I mean, they changed the way basketball looked, by the way. So we had that kind of thing going for us, which was nice. And I love the guys from the Fab Five. I'm not trying to bag on them. I'm just telling you the difference. So Beeline comes in. Hard, I mean, has a hard job trying to rebuild this basketball team. And people, he had a a disastrous game, I want to say, against, uh, in not Indiana, but it was against Illinois. I mean, disastrous. We were supposed to be good. We got blown. I mean, I think we got fucking blown out. Like, blown out like an 80s hairdo blown out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an Italian from the Jersey Shore blown out. That's how bad we got beat by fucking uh, the goddamn uh, fighting Illini. Everybody calling for his head, right? Oh, Beeline can't do it. Beeline can't do it. And the AD comes out and says, well, if I get rid of Beeline, who's better than Beeline? And obviously nobody. And he loved Beeline and he showed faith in Beeline and he let Beeline have a job and kept his job. And guess what? In the last seven years, we've gone to two, two championship games, two championship games, and something like four Final Fours. And we actually have the most tournament wins. Yeah, that's right. More than Duke, more than North Carolina, and even more than fucking the little kitty touchers over at fucking Michigan State. We even got more than those motherfuckers. 
basketball, all because we stayed with what we knew and who we believed in. And that's what we need to do now with Harbaugh is stay with him, believe in him, and just don't let him feel pressured. This is his home. He, this is where he belongs. And then I defy you. Go ahead. Tell me who's better than Harbaugh. Who could we get better than Harbaugh? I mean, hopefully we can get less miles if he gets fired. Hopefully we can get less miles if we don't fuck it up. But even then, is less miles better than fucking Harbaugh? Sounds like a lateral move to me. And then what? Oh, who? There's nobody out there better than Harbaugh. We need to give him a chance. Get off his ass. Let him put together a team that he deserves to put together. I'm telling you, our future is brighter than our fucking past or our present right now. Our future is the brightest because we got a kid named Miles Sims. We've got Amory Thomas. We got Aubrey Solomon. We got all these young guys who are dominant football players. All right, we got a quarterback coming from fucking Reno, Cade McNown. Oh no, uh, Cade McNamara. My fault. Cade McNamara. Do some do some fucking research on that cat. That kid's unbelievable. And we got a few kids coming from uh, California, running backs. Uh, for the life of me, I should. I knew. I, I knew I should have written down this kid's name, but oh well. Anyways, I, I'm just telling you, if Harbaugh took over for two idiots running around tearing down our home and after a six-year run with those idiots and give Harbaugh at least six years before you start telling screaming for his head he deserves at least six years I mean we were content and complacent to let these two morons destroy our fucking university for six years, Ohio State let this dude go six and seven, and they threw him out on his ass. Out on his fucking ass. But we let two fucking nimrodded motherfuckers come in. One's going to play basketball. He might as well just play fast break fucking basketball just with helmets on, fucking with Rich Rod's goddamn system. And then Brady Hoke, he was rubbing two sticks together hoping that the gods from up top would give him a goddamn play on the offense. I mean, at least Brady Hoke could fucking recruit, but that was it. I think he recruited out of pity. People are like, look at this fat bastard. He might be slow. We need to help this guy out or they're going to fire him. How where is he going to go from there? I mean, right now, I think Brady Hoke is a goddamn fry cook at one of the local McDonald's. As you can tell, I'm not a big fan. Um, but I'm just telling you, let's get off the ledge. Let's get focused again. Let's support our team and hope that Harbaugh will fix this. We'll fix this. We'll figure it out. We'll do what he needs to do to make us fucking great again and I'm telling you he will I mean for God's sakes when he had everything he needed we fucking were two awful plays away from going to the playoff or at least having a chance at the Big Ten and that was in 2016 then 19 players left 19 that cripples most fucking universities for more than just one year. 19 players left for the NFL. Think about that. Uh, starting offense and defense, that's only 22 players. 19 of them went to the NFL. 
he needs more than just three years and one game to be judged on. After six, then fine. Let's judge him. Let's do whatever we need to do to get back to being Michigan football. Because after all, if he if he turns in some more eight and fives, he's just as good as Brady Hoke. That's fine. I get it. But he deserves six years. He at least deserves six years. So that's my plea. Oh, and let's not even talk about Michigan State. These guys are ridiculous. To be quite honest with you, and now this is a just from I call them ISIS. Michigan State's basically ISIS because we created them. Okay, we did that when we hired Brady. Now, when we hired Rich Rod, we created Michigan State because I defy a Michigan State fan to look through the history between Michigan and Michigan State and tell me when you exactly were going to start kicking our ass on a regular basis. Because last time I checked before you started winning on a regular basis, we had beat you 13 straight years in a row. Okay, it could have even been more. All I know is they were a fucking joke. Same with the Middle East until America started fucking around and started giving weapons to people to start fighting and doing some of their low down dirty deeds or whatever. And I don't want to make this political because I really don't care about the United, the you know the politics between the United States and the world. I'm not here to do that. I'm talking football, but I'm just telling you, uh, we created Michigan State a lot like the United States created ISIS, and they they're about the same. All right. We just happen, Michigan just, just happens not to be as powerful. Um, we're on our way, though. I'm telling you, I, I've got a good feeling about this. I really do. I have a good feeling about this season. We're going to beat ISIS at home. We're going to be fucking Ohio State at Ohio State. We're going to beat Penn State. Because Penn State, I'm telling you, Penn State's going to be lucky if they even get eight wins this year. Appalachian State is a good team. If they're number 10 in the nation, like everybody said, Penn State, Penn State, McSorley. McSorley only has himself to throw to. They're going to suck. Um, we're going to get there. We're going to beat Wisconsin. We're going to do a lot of things. I think we figured out what was wrong in that disastrous game. Let's, let me ask you this, uh, Wolverine Nation, all you other maniacs, all right? Um, would you give up? One game for the Big Ten. If you can win the Big Ten title, but they said you'd have to win an embar- you'd have to lose an embarrassing first game. Would you do it? Hell yeah, you would. We just don't have any guarantees right now that that's what's going to happen. I mean, this reminds me a lot of the Capitals, the Washington Capitals season. They weren't flashy. They weren't anything. But guess what they did? They put it together towards the end of the year, and they won the fucking Stanley Cup. After how many disappointing seasons? Michigan really kind of reminds me of the fucking Capitals. They had a rough couple seasons, over-promised, under-delivered. Everybody was getting on Ovechkin. Oh, let's trade him. He's not as good as he is. He's overrated. He can't lead a team. He can't do this and that. Doesn't that sound what they're saying about Harbaugh? I know that one's a coach, one's a player, but think about it. We've had crushing, soul-crushing defeats like like uh, the Capitals have. 
But we have to go through our demons to get to where we want. And that's what's set up for us, guys. That's what's set up for us. We beat Wisconsin. They're not a demon, but we like to beat them. We beat Wisconsin. And then we go into Michigan State. We fucking, uh, we beat those motherfuckers. We beat ISIS. Then we go take a weekend off. Then we beat Penn State to show them that they don't even belong in the same sentence as us. And then we, we beat Rutgers in Indiana. And then we go into Ohio State. And we exact the fucking demons out of there. And we win this year. I know we're going to win this year. I just, I have faith that we're going to win this year. But I do have faith that after six years, fucking Harbaugh will have us where we need to be. So I just say let's buckle down, get on his side, cheer for him, and let's just do this. And I know most of you maniacs out there are like me and you this, you're saying, duh, that's what we're fucking doing. But just in case there's a mania, a new to our maniac fandom over here and they don't, they don't get what's going on, but that's what we do here. We love Michigan football. Maybe some of us may love all the sports because I love all the sports. I may not be as knowledgeable about all the other sports, but I do pay attention to all the sports. We love Michigan football. We love the Wolverines. We go blue every every time you see somebody with a Michigan hat or a Michigan shirt. Go blue should come out of your mouth, and you know what should be met? Go blue with them as well. It's a brotherhood. It's a family. It's a it's a fandom. It's everything. So that's the stay off the motherfucking ledge, guys. And let me just say, once again, you guys have surprised me more than I have ever thought. Because my last episode hit, it was well over 100 clicks. I mean, by the second day. You guys are tearing it up for me. And I can't... I. I appreciate it so much. Like, I can't let you guys know more. Like, I just, I love it. It makes me feel so good. I can't wait to do these. I even make excuses why I should do a podcast. I just love it, guys. I I love the fact that you guys are doing this, that you guys are supporting me, and I just want to give you the best shows possible. I thank you guys for everything you have done. I look forward to a wonderful season as a Michigan Wolverine maniac. I think us maniacs will be heard. I think this podcast is going to take off. And uh, if it isn't already, uh, just so you guys know, a fan who is a Michigan man and a Michigan maniac said that he did pass this uh, little podcast along to the man, John Har- uh, Jimmy Harbaugh. John Harbaugh, the one chance I get to suck up to the coach and I fuck it up. Jim Harbaugh, the man, the myth, the legend, may also be a fan and may also be a Michigan maniac. And hey, fuck it, why not John Harbaugh too, right? God, the one time! See, I am not smooth, I am not great, I fucking trip over shit all the fucking time. God damn it. The one time I had a chance to sound good, and I fuck it all up. Anyways, uh, this too could be the favorite podcast of Jim Harbaugh and John Harbaugh. The whole Harbaugh family, alright? Uh, if not, it's whatever. Uh, someday I'll meet the man and it'll be, it's going to be awesome. Hey, you know what? Someday maybe Tom Brady too will love the maniacs. Uh, anyways, guys, uh, thank you just so much for everything. And I look forward to a great season. Um, you know, now and forever, we always 
need to remember what Bo Schembechler said. And he, he said, those who stay will be champions. And I think that's something we need to focus on, believe in, and even more now, we need to say that when things get darker. We need to understand that we stay, we will win eventually. We will become champions. And on that note, go blue forever. Go blue always. And uh, until next time, man, go blue Michigan Maniacs. You can check us out also at Michigan, man. Come click, check us out. Talk to me. I love to talk to the fans. Talk Michigan all day long, guys. Thank you and take care.